Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred word of the Bible, and each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. The following episode was recorded in 2021. Let's jump in. Hello and welcome to the Daily Podcast. Today we are in Romans chapter 13 as we continue this journey through uh, the book of Romans and uh, this second of one of or two of two um, special podcast exclusives <laughs> because this is not on uh, the daily prayer, uh, that we usually do on Facebook live. This is just on the podcast. Um, so we're doing, uh, we did Romans 12 yesterday. We're doing Romans 13 exclusively on the podcast. So thanks for joining us. Uh, as we, we read, we pray, we change the world. So, uh, we're reading through Romans and we are now in chapter 13 and real quick recap chapters one through eight, the, basically the doctrine, basic doctrine and essential doctrine, theology of the Christian faith, and then chapters 9 through 11, Paul deals with uh, how Israel fits into the gospel, how Israel, the, the people of Israel, the custodians of the, the law, the Torah, the prophets, how they fit into uh, the good news of Jesus. And then uh, beginning in, in beginning in chapter 12 through chapter 16 is the practical, the practical section of the book of Romans about living out this faith. Um now that sort of uh, we're new creations in Christ, we've been brought from death to life. We've brought, been from, brought from darkness to light. Um, now what? And so we are in chapter 13, which flows, as we said earlier, all of the book of Romans really could be read just one chapter straight through because it all builds logically on the preceding uh, line of reasoning. So chapter 13 then flows very naturally from chapter 12. And it really starts talking very practically with a lot of practical wisdom uh, of what it means to, uh, as a Christian, a new creation, to live under pagan governments, right? Um, so I'm a new creation. I have a, my, my, my mind's been conformed, uh, transformed uh, to the, to, by Christ. Uh, I'm not conforming to the pattern of this world. But the reality is we still live in a fallen world. We still live under governments that are imperfect and uh, that are led by people who not, aren't necessarily godly or same, share the same uh, Christian values that we share. And so it was true then, too, in Rome, right? Paul's living, speaking to the Romans and under, you know, a government that was not particular was was basically pagan, um, kind of let anything go, you know. And so how do you how do you what is, what is my proper relationship to the government, to officials, to authority in general? This is a big one, man, right? Welcome, everybody. So glad to have you today. So glad you're part of this podcast. So let's read it. We read and we pray and we change the world. So, uh, you know, let's read. Romans 13. Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities. For there is no authority except that which God has established. All right. Well, right there, he's already saying, look. There's no, no one's going to, no one has the positions they have unless God allowed it. So God has allowed people to have positions of authority. And so we got to deal with that. Um, and 
we have to, and the reason we are subject to those authorities is because we recognize that God is sovereign, God's in control, God's plans and ways are higher than my ways. And so, so I'm going to listen to the HOA board, <laughs> right? I mean, it's not just national, whatever authority you're thinking, whether it's national authority or civic, local civil authority, or whether it's poli- the police department, whether it's your HOA or whether it's your management at work or uh, whatever, uh, whether it's your principal at your school, it, we all live under parents, whatever. We all live under multiple levels of authority. And isn't it true that the way learning to deal with authority is critical in the success of our lives? Man, isn't it true? Like, like kids that don't understand how to deal with authority or people who don't learn how to deal with authority are going to have a very difficult time in this life because you will always be dealing with authority and you will often be dealing with unjust authorities, authorities that are not godly, authorities that do not always do the right thing because, hey, no one always does the right thing. But yeah, so you got to figure this out. You got to learn to deal with this. And as a Christian, it's it's huge to our witness. It's huge to our well-being as believers. It's, It's huge to our sense of peace and joy, learning how to relate properly to authority. So he says, all authority God has established. The authority authorities that exist have been established by God. He says, kind of again, verse two. Consequently, whoever rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted. And those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. You're, 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 so he's saying in a sense, God has established these authorities. When we're rebelling against authority, we're rebelling against a, the way God has kind of created things. And if you rebel against authority, you're going to get punished. It's not going to work out well for you. And quite literally, obviously, if you break the law, if you reject and and resist some laws, you're going to get punished. There's going to be ramifications uh, for that. There's going to be a penalty for that. But even just in, you know, just um, not necessarily legal punishment in life, if we if we do not learn how to deal with authority, if we don't respect authority, then it will not go well for us. Life is going to be difficult. Verse three, for rulers hold no terror for those who do right. He's talking specifically about legal authorities now, governmental authorities, rulers. So we aren't. Look, you're not. (laughs) The police officer does not scare you unless you've done something wrong. Generally, right, right. The, uh, you know, if the inspector is coming around, you're not nervous. You're not too worried unless you know there's something to be hidden. You're something you're trying to hide. For rulers hold no terror for those who do right, but for those who do wrong. You do wrong, you're gonna be nervous. You speeding through a, a uh, you're speeding through a, a a school zone, and the police officer pulls up behind you. You're nervous because you know you just speed, you just bent right through that. But if you've been, if you're driving the speed limit, you ain't worried. Do you want to know? Do you want to be free from fear of the one in authority? You want to be free from here. He gives them. Very practical wisdom here. You want to be free from the fear of, of authority? Here's the then do what is right. <laughs> here's a, here's a here's a thought. Keep the law. Don't break the law, and you will be commended. Verse four: For the one in authority is God's servant for your good. They're serving. They're they are upholding authority. And look, we all want authority. We really do. When you go to a red light, and your light turns green. You want the people who have who now have the red light to obey it, don't you? Yes. 
We all want people to be subjected to authority. It's how we can function together in, in this world. They're God's servants. They're doing a function. An important function. Respect them. But if you do wrong, be afraid. For rulers do not bear the sword for no reason. They, there's a reason they bear the sword. There's a reason they have they have instruments of punishment. They are God's servants, agents of wrath to bring punishment on the wrongdoer. Part of the function of government is to punish those who do wrong. To keep an orderly society is the proper role of government. Therefore, it is necessary to submit to the authorities, not only because of possible punishment, but also a matter of conscience. Right. So, you know, I obey the I obey the laws of the land, not just because I'm afraid of getting caught, but because, you know what, I know this is good for all of us. It's good for it's good for culture. It's good for the world. It's good for my neighbor. It's good for us as a people. The only time we don't we disobey laws is when that when a law when a, a man a, a man made law asks of us to do something that is contrary to a to uh, our conscience or to say it another way to to the law of God. So if if a man made law asks us to do something that is contrary to a to God's law, then we say no. But in all other circumstances, we obey the laws of the land as unto God, as as we are obeying as as if we are we're obeying God. Yeah, because we don't want no craziness. We want we want peace. We don't want chaos. We want to uphold order and and peace. Verse six. This is also why you pay taxes. Oh, man, why you got to talk about taxes, bro? Come on, man. This is also why you pay taxes. For the authorities are God's servants who give their full time to governing. Give to everyone what you owe them. If you owe taxes, pay it. If revenue, then revenue. If respect, then respect. If honor, then honor. Now, give people their due. Honor people, respect people. You owe some taxes, pay some taxes. Man, we just pay some taxes. We just pay some taxes. I didn't like it. It wasn't fun. I didn't enjoy it. You know what? I enjoy a lot of things in this country. I, I enjoy the roads. I enjoy the schools, the police officers, fire departments, all these things. So, yeah, I, I pay my share. I, I don't mind paying less. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I don't mind paying less. But you know what? Pay your taxes. Verse 8. Let no date debt. Let no date what? what does that even mean? Let no debt remain outstanding except the continued debt to love one another. There's one of those, there's another one of those allay long, one another words in the New Testament. 59 times. Allay long. One Greek word, allay long, translated one another. And here it is again. Love one another. For whoever loves others has fulfilled the law. All the law is fulfilled in that. Love, love others. The commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet. And whatever other command there may be are summed up in this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love does not harm, does, does no harm. Love does no harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. Mm, mm, mm. Love does no harm to a neighbor. Right. So the reason you obey the laws because you love your neighbor. It's more than just the law. It's a love of neighbor. Now, why do I do certain things? Love of neighbor. In our in our culture, we we talk a lot about my rights. It's my right. 
And I get that. I get that the infringement of rights on, on individual liberties. I get that. I'm not a proponent of it. <laughs> I'm not a proponent of infringing on rights. However, as a Christian, we've got to realize that it's not always about our rights. It's about our love for neighbor. What can I do? What, can, what Jesus, Philippians chapter 2, his whole, the whole point of Philippians chapter 2 is that G, Jesus came was God. He had all the rights. He All the right. Anything he wanted to do, he could do. But what did he do? Who being in very nature equal very nature God did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but gave it up and be, took on the nature of a servant. Jesus had all the rights, but he gave that up to, to take on the nature of a servant to serve. And we as his people, we do the same thing. We should do the same thing. We shouldn't first ask, what's my right? We should first ask, what's the loving thing to do for our neighbor? Verse 11, and do this, understanding the time. The hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber because our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. The night is nearly over. The day is almost here. Ooh, Paul told my Jesus is going to come back. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us behave decently as in the daytime, not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and debauchery, not in dissension and jealousy, rather clothe clothe <laughs> rather clothe yourselves with the lord jesus christ and do not think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh wow don't think about don't occupy your time thinking about how you can sin occupy your time thinking about how you can love i can be love god more love others more let us behave decently not in carousing and drunkenness not in sexual immorality or debauchery not in dissension and jealousy rather clothe yourself with the Lord Jesus Christ. What does that mean? Love, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, self-control, gentleness, those fruit of the Spirit. That's what clothing ourselves with Christ is. That's what Jesus is like. To become more like Jesus means to become more like those things. Clothe ourselves with those things. Man, that's good. Good practical stuff as it, as it relates to just living under authority. The way we relate to authority will affect the way we relate to God, right? If we reject authority, you, you show me someone who consistently wants to reject authority in this world, and I will show you someone who has a hard time doing what God wants them to do. If they're rebellious, rebellion is rebellion. And when you see rebellion against authority um, in any shape, I can tell you there's a, also a rebellion against the authority of God going on. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. So we don't want to be that. We want to clothe ourselves with Christ. We want to have the fruit of the Spirit. We don't want to think, be thinking about how to desire to gratify the desires of the flesh. We want to think about how we can love others and love God better. So, well, thank you guys for jumping on. Thank you for being a part of this uh, daily podcast, Romans chapter thirteen. Good practical stuff with authority, man. So uh, thank you for being part of. Well, you know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. So we're right in the middle of that, right? We got to pray. Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for this practical teaching on authority, um, Lord. And we all this, our sinful nature does not like authority. Our sinful nature does not like to be told what to do. Our, it goes back to the Garden of Eden when we were told, don't eat this. And all we wanted to do was to eat it. <laughs> so, Lord, we know that rebellion is deep within the heart of every human being, and it's in our heart. And so, God, we pray that through the Holy Spirit, you would remove that, that you would continue to 
to release us from that so that we would say yes to you more and more. That um, that sinful rebellion, Lord, against authority, Lord, would be squelched in us, that we would be uh, like Christ, that we would have the same attitude in us that was also in Christ, uh, that we would take on the, 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 the heart of a servant, uh, Lord, that we would respect authority, that we would honor authority, uh, that we would love our neighbor, that we would n- not seek any harm on others, uh, that we, but that we would love them well. Lord, I pray for my friends today, whatever special needs they have, whatever unique situations they're crying out to you for, Lord, I agree with them today and ask that you would just move in great and mighty ways, whether it's a physical need, whether it's a financial need, relational, whatever it is, God, I agree with them today and plead with you on their behalf to move and uh, and meet that need in, a, in, a, in an incredible way, that you might receive glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for being a part of this today. Thank you for continuing in this uh, journey through the book of Romans. Thank you for sharing this podcast. Thank you for rating it. Thank you for uh, subscribing. And all of that means a lot. Thanks. Hey, some of you might want to stop and just take a minute and and do a review. If you look, if you watch, if you listen to this podcast on Apple's, take a minute and write write a review. If you listen to Google Play, write a review. It really helps. I really appreciate it. It means a lot. Well, love you guys. Thanks so much for being a part of this community. We'll see you next time. God bless. Thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, take a minute to subscribe or comment or share it with your friends. You can find me, Pastor Terry, and Bayside Church on all social media platforms. You can find Bayside at Bayside Church SH. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.